Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd. If he says potato salad or swear to God. Those expressions are comedic, little darling. If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin. And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt. Todd's almost always joking when he says, edit it out. The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big hearted. Other podcasts in before his get started. The intros are recorded on a phone, but don't worry. The audio of the show is at a higher quality. You know the Podcasters Association. Voted the Todd Glass Show with number one. So welcome to the show. Well, well, well. There you are. Look at you. How you feel? I'm talking into my phone. Pretty high tech, huh? Today is the second half of... The show with Chip Chantry. Chip Chantry, Chip Chantry. And uh, I hope you enjoy it. Oops, my phone is slipping away. Hey. Well, we're in Washington, D.C. Tonight's Friday night. Both shows are sold out. Both shows are sold out tomorrow, Saturday. We do have one show on Sunday now. Maybe we'll have two. Well, I wish you luck. (laughs) I got the, you know, I got the whole world in my hand. 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 
you and me, brother. <laughs> you and me. I don't know the words. Could you tell? <laughs> well, I hope you're happy. And I uh, hope I'm not making too much background noise. All right, so that's it. Enjoy the show. Next week we'll be back. Wow. Okay. You good? You sure? This is not count as an opening, by the way. I want to apologize. Quite frankly, I'm under the influence. And I'm out of control. <laughs> Enjoy the show. Thank you. Bye. Now entering Nerdist.com. The Todd. From Hollywood, sure. We're from Hollywood, people. We go all around the world. Crazy the way things travel through the air. But no matter what, we reform somewhere as real as it gets. We're in your ears. You know what? The only thing some people say is I can't touch you, but you know what? I think I can. You know what I mean? Eric? Oh, no, you... No, why do you have... <laughs> yeah. Why do you... Why can't... Why... Why... And that's my only point. <laughs> now, why can't we make things? Why around here are we so afraid of our feelings? To play a funny zipper sound when I'm trying to have a moment is we're better than that. <laughs> we're better than that. We are. I mean, we we. You're. I mean, you, you speak from the heart. That I don't need. No, I mean that's inappropriate. I, that's a guy that's flailing to think the show's. Oh, we're we're, we're getting too serious. So it's people, really the who likes fart sounds? No, but actually, honestly, can, can we can we just stop for a second? Can yeah, we just, just, hold on one second. Just stop for a second. Uh, stop for a second. John, listen to him. Just for a second. I'm glad you're here because yeah, he thinks he'll plow past you, thinking it's going to get funny. And between the two of them, let me set what right. you're dealing with here. Yeah. He thinks it's funny. I'm to George Stephanopoulos. He thinks it's oh. funny to play fart sounds, and he blows the whistle, and he thinks that's going to be entertaining for people. Right. No. Well, so tell him why it's tell him. Go. Well, actually, I, I don't think it's appropriate because you know. Can you hold on? Stop, it's guys. Comedy. Stop. No, seriously, stop. To George Carlin, yeah. stop right now, and you stop, and at least listen to him. Yeah. What What I wanted to say is that uh, I have a uh, my my neighbor, uh, Mrs. Andrews, is uh, she, she's she's very sick, but she's actually a big listener. Uh, she's not doing too well right now, and and sh the show really brings her joy. And what she likes about it is the fact that it's funny, but it also has it has a lot of heart. You know what? No, I. Well, no, I, I just kind of wanted to say just to her, I, I know she's listening, uh, she, she's really not doing well physically. Can I say something, and I'm sorry to interrupt you? Yeah. Let them, I want them to see what happens if we turn the show over to them. So if okay. you think it's so funny, I'll give you two minutes, you two can do whatever you want, and okay. we're going we're gonna to butt we'll out. Let them do that. Okay. Let them do it. Go ahead. And then, and then we'll, look at the twi we'll look at the Twitter. Right. And, and be honest, people, don't be mean, don't be mean-spirited, say, could do without it. Yeah, or couldn't get enough of it. Right, and maybe all, maybe this could be a podcast. And maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know what people want. Maybe yeah. I'm in the way of my own show. So yeah. here's two minutes. The two of you genuinely do whatever you want. Go ahead. Oh. Uh. 
Meow. So I hope, I hope you're, I hope that you, all right, you had your time. Um, we'll see what people think about it. I'm the first type, I'll be the first person genuinely, not in some snarky to admit I was wrong. My pulse was wrong. People loved it. And I'll do more of it. Okay. Feather it in, feather it out. Um, Chip. Todd. What I... <laughs> is everything all right? Do you have any questions for me? Uh, You've always I, been a big fan. Yeah, do I get paid before? Oh, right you get a hotel. Or... You get a hotel. Is that... Okay, that helps. I'll give okay. you a hotel. All right. I'll give you, I'll give you a hotel, all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let me calm down a little bit. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Can I get a... Uh, uh, a Oh, I always say it funny. A Wardorf salad with, I see there's cashews in here. Could I just get no cashews? And then if I could get, I see the tomato bis soup would be mm -hmm. great with the grilled cheese squares. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, can I get a burger with no, no. cheese with a veggie patty? Mm -hmm. uh, can you make sure that there's no eggs or uh -huh. that it's on a separate grill that doesn't uh -huh. touch meat or any of the oils from meat? Uh -huh. uh, and that the French fries aren't in the same fryer as fried chicken or uh -huh. any other type of meat. Uh -huh. uh, it needs its own separate basket. Uh -huh. uh, and with no lettuce, tomato, or onions. Uh -huh. And uh, do you have spread? And does does it have eggs in it? Because if it has eggs, I can't okay. have that. Uh -huh. So if, right. if it has eggs, there's no spread. It, mm -hmm. I just need maybe mm -hmm. ketchup and mustard. Mm -hmm. um, and on a, a sesame uh -huh. bun, I can't do whole wheat because... Got a you know, okay. it's a gluten thing. All right, uh, huh? you know, it's. I, okay. And do you have a restroom that's uh, within you know, uh, uh, you know, yeah. visual distance? Because uh, 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 yeah. if I have, if, if it even touches a whole wheat bun, uh -huh. that's you're gonna get some sure. damage yeah. from that. Oh, okay, right. is, is Pepsi okay, <laughs> <laughs> sir? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, uh, can I get you something? I love. Uh huh. Sure, uh -huh. he's sure. in here. Yeah. Goddamn thing. Yeah. Sure. I think. Oh, he seems like he's listening. Yeah. Uh -huh. But this guy is Pepsi. Okay. <laughs> Sir. Hey, what can I get you? <laughs> I want you to remain extremely calm. Mm -hmm. oh, what's going on? Okay. I am robbing this establishment. Okay. Don't say a word. Okay. Under my newspaper uh -huh. is a gun uh -huh. and a bag. Okay. On this right. bag. I want is a money sign. Okay. <laughs> I want you to take okay. this bag uh -huh. to the cash register uh -huh. and fill it with every single uh -huh. dollar. This better have a happy have, ending. Uh -huh. You have uh -huh. in this bag. Uh -huh. And I want you to bring that bag back to me. Hey. Uh, Pepsi okay? <laughs> <laughs> I swear to George Carn, I did not see that coming. I thought to George Carn. I had no idea. I thought you just took it a different way. I thought, oh, well, now we're like he, I go. I thought that was so, in a weird way, like a twisted way to take it somewhere else. Like all of a sudden now, in the middle of this bit, we're getting robbed. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought, you oh, said I this better it. have a happy ending. I'm like, hey, Pepsi. Yeah, no, no. I thought that. I thought, how's this gonna have a happy ending? Which I don't care anyway. He's robbing the. Get, I love it that in the middle of one of our bits, it's getting robbed. You know, there's, a, you know, it's like we're getting you robbed. Were nervous. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was like, well, oh my god, we're getting robbed. It was fun. I felt alive. You're, I was getting robbed. I've never been robbed. In the most safe situation here on the Talk Glass Show. 
but it's still, even though it's a bit, you're still like, shit, we're getting robbed. Yeah. And, but what made him think? I had no idea that it was going to be like, is Pepsi okay? <laughs> so for me, it was like, more exciting than for I like that else. he had the gun in a bag and a newspaper. Yeah, on. well, especially, and, he does, and, and he does the parody, yeah. the parody of the newspaper with the gun over it. It's great. Probably wearing a trench coat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you're getting robbed. He's literally running with a. He's got a sh- shirt with stripes on it, like black and white stripes. <laughs> like he just broke out of the slammer. Can I play something for you? I guess so. How long have we been going? Hour and a half. It's a double show, so we have to. We have. When I say we're going in for the close, mm-hmm. we'll do an hour. Okay. Is that cool with everybody? Yes. It's great. Yeah. I'm so going in for the close could be the second half. Oh, I didn't think. Aristotle divides these shows up, and I never get in his way. Because I remember a long time ago, I shouldn't play it. I shouldn't play it. No, I won't play it. You got a voicemail? I, I don't want to play it. So anyway, no, what happened? Play it. No, 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 no. No, no, stop it. Clear the air. Clear the air. It's a side of Aristotle. How are we going to go forward if we don't just settle this? It's been put out there. I feel like there's a weird energy in the room. It's a safe place. Deal with it. Live in the moment. As a guest, I'd request. He thought I went. Well, I feel bad. He thought that uh, I went a little. What was the bit again? Just, he, we got a voicemail from Aristotle. Oh yeah, that he thought he thought I have a voicemail from Aristotle. He thought I went on a. I get nervous going over because we went over once about a year and a half ago, and he left me a message, and I have it. I saved it, All but right. it's him yelling at me, and this is you never heard him. I think he curses like three hundred times. Sometimes it's cathartic to just listen I to know. it and get it out there and just. I forgive him. Have you guys talked about that since Uh, you left? No, but everything's been great. Like, there's no. I'm being honest with you. There's no weird energy. There's no. I think he just. I don't know. I I don't even think he knows what I guessed. I thought he just. There's never been any behavior like that ever before. He's never, never Uh, nothing. Just hear it. You know how some people go, "Oh, I saw that coming." No, and since it, it's never happened again. Yeah, he did say. I think he's. We talked about this. Basically, he said. You were just something was going on with it, you know. Uh, you know, some people get a little courage behind the phone. They're not there in face, they're yeah. in your face. But let me tell you something. If you just think it's Aristotle, like, oh, and he's going to be like, gosh darn it, you motherfucker. No, he <laughs> is. It's a side of him you've never seen. And I just don't know who's there, but I think it's his brother. He's yelling in the background, shut the door. I'm trying to eat. That <laughs> was weird. Yeah, that's. Ooh. But uh, play it. Uh, hey, Todd, so I got your last message about the edits and how you wanted to break up a show, and it's just, it's too fucking much. We, it, the show's only an hour, and you want me to break that up into ten shows? That's ridiculous. Hey. That's so much edit. Shut the, shut the, shut the door! The, shut the fuck up, John! I'm trying to play some video games! I don't give a fuck! I'm doing my job! Oh my I'm God. a professional! Listen to these two. They say mean things to each other. Ignore John, get the fuck out of here. Shut Go get a job. Man. I've been trying to play video games all day and you keep calling Quit me. Quit jerking oh, off. I know that's oh, what you're doing. This is great. Mom knows. We're sick of it. You leave the socks all over the place. This is embarrassing. Settle down. Oh, down, oh Mom, Mom, shut the fuck up! This is my house! You don't pay any rent! Okay, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. I feel bad playing this. This is, uh, I think, Voyager's taking in not a good way. So anyway, you, whatever was going on that day, so anyway, that's the uh, message. Yeah, now it's out said something was going on. Something was weird. Something was weird. Did you hear his mom come in? Yeah, that was She sounded like a typical told mom. Her to from... shut the fuck up? I know. You yeah, I, that well, yeah, that's disrespectful. It is disrespectful. Is everybody happy? We always are happy. 
I've just been thinking a lot about, you know, just me and just singing. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Tom Likas show, baby. Don't spend more than a two cents on a date. <laughs> okay. So anyway, let's get to the work. We have things that we haven't gotten to. <laughs> okay, take a knee. Oh, you're going to love this. Okay. Oh, I'm so happy that I remembered to talk about this. Um, so, <laughs> I, I, look, I'm going to say it. I hope you guys can like help. It's not a big deal, but it's, I, it's hard for me to articulate it. But it's maybe I'm overthinking it. But okay, this song's called Take an E, and a country star wrote it. Ugh. And it's yeah, called, you know, Take an E My Ass. And it's so bullshit in there is no it is it is more bullshit in quicker than the sound of light. Mm-hmm. Quicker than that. It doesn't wait. It's like if somebody said, well, How long do you think we should get till we get to just do it right away? Don't worry about being schmaltzy and bullshitting <laughs> with no soul. Just get through it right away. Get get from bullshit. What, like 10 seconds? No, instantly. And he fucking be- delivers beautifully. Okay. Like when they had, if they had to talk about it, just get to fucking the bullish bull, a bull, a fake bull, patriotism in the most disgusting, who gives a fuck way. Not what we, if I could describe, or a lot of people out there, what if there was something called, you know, having anything to believe in, it wouldn't be this, you know, this, uh, this the way this guy, you know, mm-hmm. it goes from bullshit to zero to, to a hundred in one second. And then the rhyme, yeah, I'm, I'm setting, over setting it up. Look, when you rhyme things in a song, you got to do some, obje- to not see it coming from a mile away. Oh, so you just said that so you could say that. You didn't even try to make it believable at all. And don't worry, this will deliver. Real, this will deliver. Real quick, can we, I think, we can make a game out of this. What does he rhyme take a knee with? And by the way, it's not that he, it's not that, yeah, yeah, do you want to, yeah, I love it. Do you, do you want to rhyme what he uh, t- t- takes rhymes uh, take a knee with? I'm going to say Tennessee. That's <laughs> not, it's not right, but yes. <laughs> it's a, it's, a, it's a, you get it. In Tennessee, take a knee, he'd do it. This isn't any better. And any better. Yes? Uh, I can't think of anything other than something with P. Okay. No? Take a knee. Oh. Go ahead. Land of the free? No. Take a knee country? No. Oh. John, please talk close to your mic. Otherwise, I'm going to have to let you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I run a tight ship now. <laughs> I love thee? I don't know. No, no, but you're, they're all great. Terry Gillespie? You, how the fuck did you did, know? Did I know it? Did I know it? <laughs> Wait, take a knee chim chim churi? No. <laughs> chim chimery, chim chimery, chim chim churi. So, so he goes, chantry. so we're going to play it. Okay. But here's the thing. Um... It doesn't even make sense. Like I can't overset it up. Like when it gets to it, you have to look. I get it. You can see something coming, but this is like, it's so like it's not even important. The thing that he says, it's he made up something to rhyme. Well, anyway, let's play it. Sting and like then the I want to talk about it more. Knee? No, here we go. I pledge allegiance oh. to the flag, <laughs> United States right? of uh, America. I ple- Shut up, bros. He starts off pandering. Yeah. I'll stand and place my hand upon my heart. Oh, just whatever. Every everybody. time her anthem plays. And when I see somebody on TV take their stand on bended knee, whether it's on AstroTurf or grass. 
think of those whose freedom was not free And I say, take a knee, my ass I'll stand up oh, Pause. You can start it again So whether you're whether I, I take whether it's on astroturf or grass, what would that have anything to do? So you're, I think he's saying he'd be patriotic. He would do this even whether it was. Oh, that's I, unnecessary to say. I take a knee with the astroturf. Yeah, hurts. no, yeah. like it's just you're just you have no shame in your rhymes. That's how you're you're pandering. Do you know this is when I love the hand caught in the cookie jar? I believe, and I don't know why I have this weird fantasy that someone like him would hear this somehow. It would get to him yep. and go, look, you don't see it and you don't point it out. That's pandering. There's a reason that word exists, and it's this is not in the gray area. And I would have fantasy, how would a musician like that feel to hear this? Does he know deep in his soul what he did? Like, it's so, it's so, when I yeah. said it was bullshit, it delivered, and it's going to deliver again. It's like bullshit in a fucking the speed of light in the generic overprocessed, nothing about, you know, just about, Put, I'll put my give people give every one of those people that would love that song exactly what they want to hear. Yeah, and you true. know, in concert during that first vamp before he does the pledge of allegiance, there's there's a speech he gives too, some shitty, uh, just pandering speech about how much he loves rah rah rah, the stars and stripes, whatever. But can I say something real oh, yeah, quick? As a veteran, stop fucking saying that we're offended by people that take knees because I'm not. I did not join the military to say that people should lose constitutional rights, or right. freedoms. That they have more, you know. By the way, that we should be a campaign. It. That should be a campaign. Stop using us in the name of this. That's a good campaign on Twitter. And how powerful would that be to see Marine after Marine go? Stop it. it has nothing to do with that. Mm -hmm. Everybody say it or give them a phrase and let them all re retweet it. And they should speak loud and clear. Yeah. Well, as far as I'm concerned, fucking stop it. And by the way, if you showed that you thought the cause was worth, they might listen. That that's the thing. You know what? I will digress here for a second. For for, and I don't know who we're talking to because I don't think most of our listeners. You know, I I don't think well, why are we talking about it? Because you know those these people exist, so it's worth talking about. But um, uh, the uh, the the um, I gave a good honest ear one night to why they would rather they didn't st kneel for it. And you know what I thought? I bet if the people that were so offended at taking the knee at least thought there was a cause. Like, if they said loud and fucking clear. Like, imagine if everybody that didn't like him taking a knee was so beautifully vocal at going, no, no, don't get me wrong here. There's something that has to be done. This is an epidemic, and it needs to be stopped. Don't let's, Let me make that loud and fucking clear. Loud or you can't curse. But I think in the way they're going about it, this is why I'm marching this weekend to help that, and this is why we're doing this to help. But the fact is you don't like the way they're doing it, but you don't offer anything else up. You show no acknowledgement of, yeah, I don't like the way you're dealing with it, but there's something fucking there. You know why? Because you don't think there's something there. And you're afraid to say that, so you hide behind the, oh, it's the knee. No, it's not the knee, because if it was, you would be... Doing something about it, you would be, you would be, you know, like I just said, you know, well, and and they make it about them too, about the athletes. Oh, these millionaire crybabies, blah blah blah. They, they they should just shut up and be thankful where they have. They are thankful where they have, and they're trying to speak for people who don't right, have right. that voice, that don't have that position, that that are getting killed, or and and it just you don't you don't see anyone. If you ask this guy, this singer, be like, what are they protesting? A, he wouldn't be able to tell you, or B, like you said, he doesn't think there's there's a problem at all. Yeah. No, and, and, uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I pledge allegiance to the flag. 
of the, the United, United States, States of America of and to America. the republic for which it stands. Here, Try to be fair to it. I'll stand and place my hand upon my heart every time her anthem plays. And when I see somebody on TV take their stand on bended knee, whether it's on AstroTurf or grass, grass. I think of those whose freedom was not free. Yeah, pause it again. I, I want to start it over. By the time he gets, this is how much he doesn't give a fuck about rhythm. I think he adds a beat in there that makes the rhyme a little too yeah. far away from the original word to where it has the punch that it's needed. But he doesn't know where to land this pile of shit yeah. song. Oh, I'm no positive word. that he thought as soon as I have a rhyme for ass, this is done. Yeah, and all he just thought was <laughs> grass, and he goes, you have to make sense. You can't say, like, you know, you. it's it's more creative to say I, I would love you, I would go to any mountain to, to show my love for you. That's at least got some truth that you're saying you'd climb high, you're using an over-generic line from a lot of songs but at least it makes sense astroturf or grab what astroturf or grab like what of course like who that has to exist as a pro it just doesn't even make any sense it's just you going you just thought you rhyme and then by the time he finally gets to the word it's supposed to rhyme i'm like wow and by the way let's play it again and, and it here's another reason they're full of shit though too because he says he will always no matter what under any circumstances pledge to the fucking flag that's the same people that say they would never apologize for this country then they must not know what this country does or what the fuck it has done in the past because we've been fucking egregious to a right. lot of people yeah. and you either don't care or you're dumb yeah or you don't care or you know what and thank you I pledge allegiance to the flag <laughs> of the United States of America. I'll stand and place my hand upon my heart. He's a good guy. Every good time guy. her anthem plays. He's a good guy. He's, I like this guy. When I see somebody on TV take their stand on bended knee. Whether it's on AstroTurf or grass, oh, please. I think of those whose freedom was not free. And I say, take what? a knee, oh. my ass. Oh, finally. I'll stand up for oh. Right? Oh, uh, you went, ugh. I thought take a knee, neen doesn't rhyme with ass, but that must be at it because he's over. And he goes, my ass. On the grass. Here it comes. I'll rhyme it. Stay patient. You know how that's a lyric and a rhyme? You know that this is a great way that uh, Jimmy Dore used to say with Daniel Kino, like how to put your te jokes under a litmus test, if it's a joke or not. Okay. You know, okay, this is a, a magic trick. What yeah. I'm doing for the people listening, which is mostly everybody, I'm taking my thumb and may pretending I'm moving it off my hand. Now, you would admit under the court of magic law, just it, that's a trick. That's yeah. definitely a magic trick. Yes. It might be a basic stuff, but it's a magic trick. Okay, technically, but would you want to go to the Comedy Magic you know, Club or the castle? You get, you pay to park, you go inside, and there's a guy on stage moving his thumb off. Hey, it's the magic trick, technically. It's technically a magic trick, and you'd be like, all right, in the, the court of law, your show was legal, but that's a shitty magic trick. 
That's a shitty lyric. Yeah. My basic my. You have no care in the world about what your fellow artists think of you when you write a lyric like that. Because let me tell you something. They're all saying it behind your back. If you're at these places where these people are and they talk to you because I don't know who this guy is, behind your back, any of the great musicians, this is the shit they can't fucking stop laughing at. But they like you maybe in person. People, what should people do? Same thing in a lot of communities. But like, how can that person not care that much? No one's going, well, I think they hide behind, well, it's just different opinion. Oh, no, I didn't catch you on a different opinion. It caught you on being full of shit. And that guy's song is technically country music. That's Would technically... you pay to go see it when you can see a Sturgill Simpson? Oh, a God. real fucking... Yes. Yeah. I'm sure we've brought it up before, real singer. but this is a great time to bring up Bo Burnham's, uh, uh, I forget what it's called, but the, the, his country song. Oh, have does he have it? one? It's hilarious. Okay, I, I should... When we take a break, we'll go to break with that. I have a lot of ideas for tonight. <laughs> I, 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 don't wanna, I don't want this to go too much further, and I, I don't want this to be weird, and I feel like I should say because I don't I, people find out about it, but this song was the song that my wife and I first danced to, like our first oh, dance. Oh, no, was, I like the song. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we like the song. It's we dance with like, one of our favorite songs. Oh, it's fine. We just had a good message. I wanted to do that That's a great song. That's a great song. It was fun. Patreon. It's a great song. It's like, oh, no, no, no. Okay, just as long as we're on the same page. So it is a great song. misunderstood us. He misunderstood us. No, that's all No, no, no. That's for that. For the wedding. Oh, for a wedding. For a wedding is good, yeah. Yeah, for yeah, a wedding yeah, is yeah. different. You want wedding, wedding advice? Different. Play that song. Right, right, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to do this and try to get information. <laughs> I tried to do it in the rhythm of the song. Uh, Eric, bang on the drum a little. Earn your money. <laughs> he wants to snooze over there. I never saw a drummer lay down on a cut. Yeah. Have you? Be honest. Yeah, uh, a couple of times. Yeah. Oh, I, you have. Yeah. It was. It was a. It was a really, really horrible. Uh, uh, Doors concert and, and it was just <laughs> they just well so people know because they picture they listen to the show and they want to imagine it yeah picture a uh, one of those craftmatic adjustable beds which we had to put right. in here for him and he's fine he doesn't need it and he sits in the craftmatic adjustable bed and we have the drums surrounding him and he's a great drummer hey Eric you were drumming outside after the shows at the lab man I like it, it I was you, great. let me tell you something this is it like if you don't play drums. Look, I don't even care if somebody, you hit the beats, you find beats in between beats. And I don't know anything about music, but as I was listening to you, you go, oh, he's finding beats in between beats. And that's like, it gets primal when someone could drum at that speed. And outside after the show, you would really go nuts. And I really liked it. It was really good. It was really good. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but it was out in the front of the street. Uh, when you were playing, three separate car accidents. Because people were watching <laughs> and focused on that. Uh, that's, a, that's a testament to how good you are. Fun to watch. And I'm right about the wedding. DJs uh, uh, out there, uh, just do it once. I did it. I did it with, uh, oh, my. You know what? I don't take for granted everybody listens to every show, but so I'll make it quick. Uh, um, as far as the drum things go, Robbie Kirkhoff, to make extra money sometimes, would DJ. And I said, offer drums. I'll pay for it just to make it happen. So he calls me like a month later, and he's like, you know what? I did what you said. And I was first thing, I was like, wait, wait, wait. How did you do it? Like, he actually, you know, he goes, they, they told him a price. I said, by the way, he said, sometimes we, we have a drummer, you know, and uh, if you want it, it's part of the price. But it just adds to the, and I, he, he did a good job. And they said, yeah, we'll do that. So anyway, I pay for it, of course. So I pay for the, uh, for, um, I'm drawing a blank for his name now. It doesn't, it, it, it's, it's um, a, uh, I want to remember his name. He drums, he drums a lot uh, for us over the years. Martin Diller. 
Martin Dillard. You know, like JJ and Gabe and all those guys. Like, I feel like they're all like, do you know all those guys too, Eric? I know JJ. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Martin Diller, uh, he showed up, and it was in it was a nice wedding in Malibu, and they had the you know the property with white tents and everything. There was a DJ, so he got there. I got there first, and I was like with you know he had already been set up, and the night had, it was already dark. I just wanted to you know make sure he got there. I wanted to see if it worked, and they had a wedding planner that was so fucking. Oh, it was like so just annoying, you know, and uh, I go because I'm like, yeah, tell her you want to like I was real quiet in the background. Tell her you want to set up. He, you, know, you can't set up on the, over there because we're doing this there. So the drums needed to be on the dance floor huh. and they weren't. But guess what? The music started and it was still great. It was still great. Then I was I went over to the bar to get a drink and the guy, the groom knew me as a comedian. He had, really? re- he had recognized me. So, of course, I within a half a second, I knew what the fuck I was going to do. So, first, first, I was like, oh, no. You know, I, I, was, I was nice, but I was being nice, and I knew there was something. The nice was genuine because I'm at their wedding, of course. Why? You're going to be nice in every situation, but especially in that. You're, you're, you, know, you almost feel like, oh, well, they probably wonder how am I here, but they were extra nice. And um, I said, hey, you know, the drummer, and I tell him, well, I, was, I was the one that told him to do it. I go, hey, you should do it on the, like, on the thing. The, the, here's the groomsman. Oh yeah, where where do you, where do you think it should be? Two minutes later, they're moving the drums. He's get like five groomsmen, and they all move the drums smack onto the dance floor. I meant next to the dance floor. They put them on the dance floor. Martin goes, "Go get me those sunglasses over there." He put his jacket on, put the sunglasses, and he started playing on the dance floor, and it was fucking amazing. They were dancing around him like they were band. Like it lets off a, a, an energy yeah. that people were like, like he was awesome. the band, and I was like, I, I I was so happy to see something that I wanted to prove worked. It would have been all right the other way, but I wouldn't have felt like everyone knew what it could have done. Right. And then by the time he was playing when he was on the dance floor, it was like, oh, yeah, it's you wouldn't do it any other way. You said the uh, groomsmen recognized you as a comedian. Yeah. Did anybody recognize you as a singer? <laughs> well, most of my... Well, can I tell you something? And I don't mean to be, uh, you know, I'm not, you know, I... I, I uh, no, I feel like sometimes I make most of my money singing. Can I can I try that? Can I sure? And I have the original. Want to hear the original? Yeah, yeah. We've okay. heard Elvis last week, right? I mean, but I want to hear the original. But you you sing it. I'll start it out, but then you sing. Okay, okay here we go. Here we go. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States, and I will always stand and place my hand upon my heart. Ladies and gentlemen, I will always put my hand on my heart. I'm out putting my hand on my heart right now. My heart is covered by my... You can't see my heart. I staple gun. It, I staple gun my hand to my heart. It looks like I'm feeling myself up at all times, but really, I'm just feeling up my heart. I glued my hand up. I glued my hand to my heart. The good old U.S. of A. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. They call me Heart on Hand Jones. What now, my love? I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. America. And to the republic for which it stands, one, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. For now, oh, my love. That's another. 
Astroturf or grass? Th- th- I caught Astro him. Astroturf uh, or grass? You have no shame. I caught him being full of shit again. What? He he says that he pledges to the flag, right? Yeah. And in the pledge is with justice for all. Ah. If you want justice for all, maybe you could take a knee to bring awareness to it. And, and you, you know what I think a lot of people's problem is? It's condi- what? What do you think it's it conditioning. Is? What do you think it is, little chip chin? <laughs> I'm telling you right now. You tell me. You have so many. This is my hot take. Chip, 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 Woo! <laughs> it's we're conditioned to love the flag and love the troops and stuff. Like, and I'm, I'm not saying that I that I don't, but it's you, you can't have that conversation where it's just we were talking about this last week where it's like that's the end. Well, it's the troops and it's that. So you, there's no arguing that point but it's like it's like yes we and and all if you ask any of those players they respect the troops they respect the, the, but you know what i also respect they <laughs> they respect the rights of people to protest under the first the first amendment Listen. that's the first amendment and should we should have the rights to that it, like that song should just be like you shouldn't let them vote you shouldn't let them vote and yeah. it, because they could just take it's, one of the rights away yeah it's so it's first of all Second of all, and third of all, <laughs> thank you. We'll be right back. Um, it's I've, I, I did listen with an open ear. I'm saying what I said before, but hopefully I'll say it better. Um, I did listen with an open ear one night. There was something on, I think, 60 Minutes. I don't know if it was Oprah or somebody, but interviewing, letting those people speak. Why? Some were positive. Some were like, no, I'm in the military. And, and like what Eric sort of said before, and Eric's in the military. No, we, we don't think it's disrespectful. I think there was one story that was told that way whoever did it they did well and the people that thought it was wrong for them to take a knee that were being interviewed that night were not ignorant people they spoke very well Mm. i thought they and i like that why do you don't have to represent that side by showing you know so but still we have a a major differences in beliefs but still the people that were saying why i would give an ear and but that's when i said what i thought before is that you know what? If you would show that you give a fuck at all, and it really is just the cause, the, the, the way they're dealing with it, maybe they'd give it another chance. But anybody who really gets it is saying this. Yeah, I understand why they don't want to you know, go, maybe we shouldn't take the knee. Because it's like, I bet some of them have thought, oh, shit, did we pick a weird... No, no matter what they do, you're not going to like it. They're mind-fucking you. Yeah. They're not, believe me, they're not... It's because they would show it. Nobody, none of the people that think they shouldn't take a knee are interested in the cause at all. So I think I made myself clear that, uh, you know, and, and, and again, I'm just saying that even if there was something to be said, the only reason people thought that it was disrespectful is because that they were made, that someone connected the two. You connected the two. And now you're thinking somehow, how could you do that? No, 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 they didn't connect it. You did it. You know, you connected it. If anything, you're the one. Anybody, you know, I like to, irony, you know, it'll slap you sometimes, won't it? Like, you're the one that connected it. They didn't want to. You could mind fuck people all you want. They're able to say, no, 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 this has nothing to do. But what's beautiful about it is that the people that are uh, hysterical about football players taking a knee are the reason we're still talking about it. Right. So they're making the cause more effective by Good. being hysterical. We'll see. And and, and, and the whole point, 
like I was raised as somebody who was like you know patriotic, love the country, and which is wonderful and respect the troops. Absolutely, I, I do. And even when I see somebody doing that now, like when I first start started seeing them kneeling or whatever, it it's it's a little uncomfortable. You're like, oh, is that is that? But then your thought should be, okay, so why is it uncomfortable? Oh, because there is an issue that we need to deal with. It's not like, mm-hmm. oh, they're just be- they don't think about why it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it should be uncomfortable because it's, our country isn't perfect right now, and there's a big problem going on, so it needs to be addressed somehow. So when people see that, and it's like the Stars and Stripes, they're singing the Star Spangled Banner, and somebody's kneeling, th- that should be a little bit of, of a sour note and he's like oh and then and then okay why because they're trying to state that there's and a big problem in this exactly. country and if you and if and it's at an opportune time that if th- that's the goal of it and if you believe look what someone rattles you for you have to understand the intensity if you think it's important in other words if somebody goes screams at the top of their lungs you know uh, grandpa is uh, just fell over he's having a heart attack i know it's a weird thing to bring up right now okay you're not going to say to someone all oh, right relax that's that's but if you scream, oh my God, you scream bloody murder, and you go, come here, the, the, ah, 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 the kitchen sink is clogged. You're yeah. like, oh, right. <laughs> Screaming over it. They think it's the kitchen sink. They don't they even, even at that. If, if you really knew, yes, that's all, like you just said, that is a, a time that whether you think it connects with the flag, with the troops, a lot of people do. But yet you think this is how fucking important this is. If we do it anywhere else, it won't do what it needs to be done. And we've been screaming and screaming and screaming and begging 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 to do something about this. And nobody is. So, but, and then you, and then people on the other side say, well, can't you do it peacefully? When the Ferguson thing happened, what about peaceful? And you're mind fucking them. You are mind fucking everybody because then they take a knee. What could be more peaceful than that? And you don't even, you have no humility to go, oh, shit, now we look like idiots. We can't, we have to say this is okay. It's the most peaceful way you could do it. No, they have no problem going, well, that's wrong. Because they don't think the cause is worthy. So no matter what they do, it's not going to be worth it, except shutting the fuck up. And they, their answer to these problems are delusional. They have to do with, I don't know, just put your hands up on the wheel. And I put my hands up on the wheel. So what else are you going to do? You good? <laughs> I'm great. The- so I, I and let me just try to recap what you said. You're you're just saying that if people who are kneeling, if if they don't like it, they like should get just, out. Exactly. Is it, that's what you're saying. Okay. Yes, okay. I wrote a song. It, it, so if they're kneeling, if they, if they don't if they don't like the way this country's going, they should just get out. That that's I what you were. Allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. This guy has no shame. And not to George Carlin. No. You have no humility, no shame. I'll stand in place. Let me say it one and then we'll start. He does not give a fuck what any of the musicians with soul and and the guys that know and the the the, the men and the women of uh, I say country because this is but any I think good musicians transform all country uh, whatever there's, the there's artist great, is great country of course Sturgill Simpson is, Sturgill. is one oh, of my favorites well, there's, 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 there's more there's there's but it's guys like this that make it hard to say yeah I like country music well but there's pop look it's not like there's not music I don't know it has to be a when I say I like country music, I hope to God that it's cool, savvy people that understand people like Sturgeon. Well, right. I think well, most people halfway. But I'm alert. afraid they think that it's Toby yeah. Keith and right. 
this yeah. fuck. And and and, but, and and above all, this what he just wrote that song. That's a cash grab. That's all that is. Yeah. It's a cash grab. He was like, okay, there's something going on. I can write a song about that 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 people will play. Try to talk me into concerts. that. I don't have to. Okay, I'm talking to you the night before, and I take your advice. Right. So I mean, I'm trying to think. I, it's hard to. I'm the to tell you the truth. I'm my my creative mind. I've been trying to rhyme it with something nice. Am I overthinking these rhymes? No, no, it's it's great because what's going to happen? No, you're fine. They, they, they I don't have great. to have good. I mean, no, feel- no, they sound great because people are going to love it. They're going to sing along. They're going to buy your. They're going to download your song. I'm saying AstroTurf for grass. No, it's great. Oh, that's because it's like just football. To get they, to ass. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. It's got it's got to rhyme yeah. somehow with ass. But it's, it's not be great. great. It's not no, like a lyric no, to people. Well, we're not doing poetry here. We're yeah, writing I mean, you just write a country music. You want to you want to make some bucks. You're going to make millions on this. This is great. The the AstroTurf. I got to tell you the truth. If I had a crystal ball. And I knew I was going to make millions. Look, I could do... But, I mean, you think... Start out singing the fucking Pledge of Allegiance? Doesn't that seem... No, people love that because that bitch shows that you know you're patriotic. You're patriotic. Start with the Pledge of Allegiance and they know that I you love this country. I pledge allegiance to the flag. See, you sound great. Of the United States. Save America. Of America. Okay, I'll stand and place my hand upon my heart. And make sure you, you speak the word heart. Don't sing the word heart. heart. Speak it. Heart. When I see somebody on TV take their stand on bended knee, whether it's on AstroTurf or grass. I love that one. I think of those whose freedom was not free. And I say, Take a knee, my ass. I'll stand up. Eight seconds from that uh, dr- that rhyme bomb that he uh, dropped. It becomes a he has a rhyme bomb. What's a rhyme bomb? Oh, you don't worry about the meaning right. anything. It's just a rhyme bomb. You got to drop it down. So then two seconds later, you can rhyme something. It's called a rhyme bomb. <laughs> and uh, we are against those people that think rhymes. Yes, you try to make things sometimes when rhyme uh, in a way that you don't see it coming from a mile away. But we don't think that's necessary. We don't give a fuck. Just want to make some money. Here's the country song that Aristotle said. Sure. I'm always open to listen to new things. Plus, it sounds like he's telling his ass to take a knee. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And high knee. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was the rhyme the okay. whole time, right under your nose. I don't know why. John keeps looking at me like I have the volume down. Meanwhile, it's him. He's the one that's messing up. He's messing up. He's looking at me. We we get Todd's sh- got his big fat fingers. We should get Theodore in here to. He left clean a message. He left a message. Hold on. John left a message once. It was right. about me. Can I play it, please? Right. About me and my fat fingers. <laughs> and he was drunk, he said, but I don't know. But he. Uh, uh, play that. Play that. Ah, <laughs> uh, God, this bathroom's small. Todd, Todd, where are you? Fat-fingered fuck, piece of shit. Oh, can you believe he's he's not mad? But listen, fucking love you. <laughs> You're the best thing. I just can't get over those fat fingers. God damn, weird. It's so weird. They're like uh, they're like uh, sausages. Whenever you try to shake my hand, I kind of flinch. Sometimes I have nightmares. That's why I'm calling you. I, I woke up in cold sweat thinking about your fat, weird fingers. I turn it off. It's embarrassing. Maybe you should address that. Is that hard for you to listen to? I feel bad because John's sitting there listening to it, and I it say, was a bit. I know, I know, I know. I apologize a bit. I know, I know. Believe me. 
I know. Drunk. I was drunk. I thought it would be funny. Yeah. By the way, I I will, I would only take an advertiser on if it's something I truly loved. Like I know it. I'm not joking around. Oh, there's nothing like the face of a kid in a Hershey bar. They're just great. A face as happy as it can be. Traveling into Tennessee. We're stopping back at a university sometimes to have a class. <sighs> That's what if he was honest about how exhausted he was coming up with that shit rhyme, he would have been out of breath. He's like, Astro Turth or Grass. Maybe I'm no I'm not. I was gonna be insecure and say I'm over. But you figured it out. He didn't need to go through the astroturf to grass to get to ass. He just needed to get straight from my knee to hiney. And so, or something. I mean, please. But I feel like I know what people want. I do. That's what I've always been able to do. And that's why my show's been so successful. I do. I... Oh, you're right. Ray. Oh. How bad is your island? I was up here around 7.30. You were so engrossed in your work, I didn't... What's this? Oh, you're going to... But you've been at it since then. Oh, I know what to do. Play Seventh Heaven and then do those soap opera stings. Um, I'll get straight to the point. I found oh. marijuana in the house. And while I never thought of myself as the type of father who'd have to drug test his kids, I'm willing to do just that if that's what it takes to find out who brought a joint into this house. Dad, Lucy found something too. Dad, I found a joint in Mom's dresser drawer. I was just looking for a scarf. This is too hard for me to listen to. Something else to go with my outfit. You, I didn't it's think it's too hard might. because the acting. Wait, is so, so then I stumbled on the joint. Mary oh and I didn't shit! Know what to think? I mean, it's really none of our business. All right, shut up! I, want to. I need pot because you kids are killing me. I need a joint. Same right. joint I found by the front door. Yes. Same joint your mother then put into her dresser drawer. Your mother smokes pot. Oh, what a relief. I mean, it's not like we thought the mom was a stoner. I did. Wait right. a minute. There we go. Enough with that. What, what would you be more upset about? A, a child who smokes pot or one that would dime out her own mom? Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what would that's what upset me more. Keep it in the family. Chip Chantry. Chip, Chip Chantry. Chip Chantry. Chip, Chip Chantry. Right. You would know my love. This is a two-parter. How long have we been going? Two hours and nine minutes. Wow. Mm. Yeah, we're going in. I'm going to guess we're on the second I love. Part. I love when I ask what time it is, and I still have a nice, healthy amount of time to go in for the close. On part two. Crazy. Wow, look at us. All hanging out together. That's the name of part two. Going in for the close. Going in for the close, baby. Going in for the close. You know what? very happy you're all having a good time but what i like to do right now is slow things down a little i get my whole life i never got when performers would say let's slow things down a little why but now i know 
and I like to slow things down a little bit. Well, Tina Turner would start out a little nice. And then a little slow. slow. And then a little rough. And a little... I don't want to get too vulgar, but do you know why musicians sometimes want to slow it down? Why? Am I, you're allowed to curse on here, right? Oh, sure. Because uh, they think people are going to have S-E-X. Wow. Yeah. That's true. I never thought about that. Look at you getting all dirty. Yeah, I'm a vulgar. Like in the crowd? Very vulgar. Yes. Yeah, they just have SEX right next to So, what I thought I'd like to do is, um, so, what now, my love? I've heard Elvis's version of it. Now, why this song is basically sad, but, um, you know, I do like the progression of it. When we were driving back from Tahoe, it, it kept me awake. Like, it was just it's such a performance. We played the gave. Elvis. Yes. Now, here's the original. Okay. Now I don't think I ever really listened to the words until today, and it is kind of... Yeah, it happens a lot with songs when you finally... Oh, but it's, you know, even a sad song can be good because it can make you appreciate thing what you have or, you know, be able to see someone else feel the same way you do. So, you know, I, there's there's something to be said for being sad, too. It's okay. But when I listen to it, it doesn't make me sad. Mm-hmm. But even if it does, you know, that's okay, too. But I just listen to the progression and the, it's like the very over the swell of it. I love the swell of it, you know. So, but the original guy, I found his version today. And I knew it was original by what he said before he started singing. He said, I'm going to sing it in French and American because he is French, the Whoa. guy who wrote it. And then his band is just tight. Like, it looks really cool, this arrangement behind him of her just, like, really. And he uh, he's on the piano, and he plays the piano. I hope it comes across. It's not that long. I think it's only about two and a half minutes. And it really comes across, I think, the way he's, like, he's really fucking hard on that piano. He's using it like a drum almost. Does that, yeah, like a drum at yeah. times. But now, my love, now that you left me, how can I live through another day? Watching my dreams turning to ashes and my hopes into bits of clay. Once I could see, once I could feel now I am numb, have become unreal. I walk the night without a go, stripped of my heart, my soul. Et maintenant, que vais-je faire? Y'a quel néant glissera ma vie? Tu m'as laissé. La terre entière aurait, mais la terre sans toi, c'est petit. Vous mes amis, soyez gentils. Vous savez bien que l'on n'y peut rien. Close your eyes and enjoy. Même Paris, Paris, crève l'ennui. Right? 
You're going to like the way you laugh. Later today on What the Fuck with Mark Marin. Mark sits down and has an in-depth interview with somebody. <laughs> now, back to the Todd Glass Show. So he's a new sponsor. So we just sort of, I don't know who the guests are, and I don't want to have to like every week worry, like, who are the guests? I just thought, he's going to sit down with somebody. I think, you know, I think they're happy with it. So that's good, that's good to know. That song, did it come across? Like what I meant yeah. about the piano being used like a drum? Like very into the the, the uh, deeper keys, you know. I've I've never seen them use that. And if you watch the video, it's like I want to see more of that. Play the piano like the goddamn drums, or get the fuck off the stage. I don't have time for you. That's how I feel about Eric. He plays the drums like that's how I feel. Like, look, yeah. If you're not gonna do that, then please stop. <laughs> I want to see some of the drums. Go play like from your fucking like your fucking feel it. Or do the best you can. You know what? I think I'm sound like I'm contradicting myself. If you have fun playing the drums in your basement, you don't have to be a great drummer. But, you know, you can even see it on karaoke night. Just sing with some soul. Now, the more your drumming abilities are better, yes, the more the soul mixed with, with the talent of being able to play the drums. But even a karaoke singer that's not trying to be something they're not, that's why comedians, I've seen it at karaoke night, will go up and do really well. And the more professional singers that can sing better are always like mad at them in a way. Like, how'd you just get 150 people to all sing along with you? Because they have the presence. So they'll go up and go, come on, everybody. Let's." I saw Rory go up one night. There were so many people there. He said he was such a bullshit. It was sort of like the country singer, but he made it about friendship. And he goes, let's do this. And everybody fucking started singing along. And then, but he doesn't have the best voice in the world. But then the other singers were like, it looked like that's cheating. He doesn't have a good <laughs> voice. Well, tough shit. I don't know what I'm talking I do know what I'm talking about. I got lost, but who cares? It's my show. I do what I want. They like it uh, in San Antonio. That's true. I hope this is what you get. So I always tell them, like, it's a punishment. <laughs> All right, that's what you get for telling me to have fun. So let's, uh, you know, we were talking about that country song, and then we started talking during the break about uh, Bo Burnham. And, um, it's, and so I listened to, like, 20 seconds of it, well, you know, well, we took the break, and it sounds like right from one, he's talking about exactly what we're talking about. So let's play it. Where instead of people actually telling their stories, you got a bunch of millionaire metrosexuals who've never done a hard day's work in their lives, but they figured out the words and the phrases they can use to pander to their audience, and they list the same words and let's, phrases off sort of madly. Let's sit back and enjoy this. I know it's two songs in a row, but let's let's give it. Let's really listen. People, you know the words, you know the phrases, phrases like. A dirt road, a cold beer, a blue jeans, a red pickup, a rural noun, simple adjective. 
No shoes, no shirt, no shoes. You didn't hear that. Sort of a mental typo. I walk and talk like a field hand, but the boots I'm wearing cost three grand. I write songs about riding tractors from the comfort of a private jet. I could sing in Mandarin, you'd still know I'm pandering. Hunting deer, chasing trout, a Bud Light with a logo facing out. Hear that subtle mandolin, that's textbook pandering. I own a private ranch that I rarely use. I don't like dirt. One verse, one chorus in the bag. Now it's time to talk to the ladies. I'm hoping my southern charm offsets all these rapey vibes I'm putting out. Good girl in a straw hat with her arms out in a cornfield. That is a scarecrow. Thought it was a human woman, sorry. A cold night, a cold beer, a cold jean. Strike that last one. I'm wetting you, I hope you're feeling me. Subtextual. We go to bed, you doze off. So I take your country girl clothes off. I put my hands on your body. It feels like hey, it's a fucking scarecrow again. I Wow, you did learn it. I thought you didn't go, you didn't learn it. You knew it. Oh, you were oh you're reading sheet music. Let me turn the lights back up. Wow, is there anything that we didn't get to? Very professional. Uh, man, that was... Uh, I don't want to talk about that. The thing we were going to talk about. But the... the, the uh, well, we'll, you know, we'll keep it light. We'll keep it light. No. Oh, yeah. It should probably be addressed, yeah. No, I think on another show. We're talking about, like, the whole, you know, everything with the... You know what? I'll either talk about it or let's not even bring it up. Let's talk about it. You want to? Okay. All right, so then we can leave all this in. <laughs> well, what we're trying to say is, John, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at us all grown up having a good time. You know what we're gonna do? I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take a chance, and uh, this is a uh, as we go. This is like our nice clean descent into clothes. I'm gonna talk about something that's you know what do we call a serious topic, and then we're gonna end silly. But I have this. Uh, it's on my mind. I want to talk about it, and um, and obviously I think there's value in talking about it. And, uh, you know, digesting, everybody digests, it's different. But I guess it's all, you know, it's with, it's not even the Roy Moore. It's it's basically, you know, uh, everybody mixed together. Louis C.K. and and then Roy Moore. Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Right, right. And and, and, and it's it's all of it. And Al Franken. Al Franken. Harvey Weinstein. Charlie Rose, Harvey Weinstein. 
and and but it's we really don't have to go to the individual. It's more my sort of, you know. And uh, you know what? I thought, you know what? Let's play the Sarah Silverman thing, because I thought she said it really beautifully. Matter of fact, you know, of course, your friends out of comedy ask you, "Hey, what do you think? What's going on?" And you go, "You know, it's so cathartic for now me be able to go. I'll just send it to them. I'll text it over to them if they ask." And then I play it because I just thought she said it beautifully. So I want to play that real quick. So, I mean, well said, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So I like having that to be able to go, okay, there's the way I feel about that. But that's not really what I wallow in. And then obviously I'll shut up and I promise I'll listen to everybody else. But what I wallow in is this whole thing that happens over and over again where people seem to be concentrating more on what we call, uh, they go the opportunists. And I, and I wonder if I had it happen with a, a smart friend of mine. And it was like, why? But even if somebody's accused of 88 things and 87 of them are false, like the one, I don't understand why you think you're concentrating on the opportunist. It seems like you're concentrating on the wrong thing. Is that something to be discussed? And here's the analogy I think I came up with this afternoon. If you showed, it's sort of everything comes full circle this sort of has rem- reminiscent of the thing we talked about before with take a knee. Is it really the way they're dealing with it or do you not think there's a cause? Now we're talking about this. So do you really think there's an epidemic that needs to be dealt with if you're concentrating on the opportunist? And to me, that would be like a paramedic coming in. Because is it something to be dealt with, the opportunist? Yes. People that come out in situations, the neuroses of that or how you... That's something to be discussed in other areas too. But in, in proper order... If you show that you have an awareness about you, that if you would be like a paramedic and someone's got, you know, their arms and legs blown off and that needs to be dealt with. And so does a person that has almost the whole tip of their finger cut off. That needs to be dealt with. But if you're over there concentrating on the little finger and the other people, you're going to go, no, no, no. But this needs to be dealt with, too. Yeah, but it does. But I think you should flip it. Flip it. And that would also at the same time show that you think. Yeah, that's wrong, but this is what needs to be soaked in. And it seems like a lot of them, it's because they don't. I think, I don't know how you could be aware, because it's a good question to ask myself. Can you be aware of the problem that needs to be dealt with? Can you be aware of that and still say things like, you know, talking about the opportunist? That's you. And look, you know, when you're all by yourself, and I fantasize someone hears this, be honest with yourself. Like, it doesn't mean we have to agree. It doesn't mean I'm right. But if you're going, yeah, he's... Um, basically, right, I do talk about the opportunists. I haven't spent a lot of time really talking about most of these women are probably telling the truth and overwhelmingly they always are. I've been, so, so, so why? Like, why, why, and that, some, some smart people and it shocks me and I, tr- I don't want to lecture, but it makes me want to go, why another one? Like, they think, I think sometimes they think if it's my friends, like some of my friends from Philly, they think, like they're good. I'm gonna be proud of them for like d- dismissing the whole thing. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm not dismissing it. I'm thinking. Did you? Hear? I thought what Sarah said was beautiful. It was not dismissing it. That's the only reason I liked it because I felt it called the victims for what they were and didn't glamorize it. I thought it was just done beautifully. So, and Eric, you go. <laughs> <laughs> go, Eric. Uh, it's just a lot to deal with. I think. That maybe the reason that some people focus on the opportunists is because maybe the conversation makes them uncomfortable. But so what? You got to get over that because 
And I, I think a lot of what it is is, is about seeding power and as a straight white male, uh, you know, you have the power and that's, uh, you for years and years and that things were brushed under the carpet mm-hmm. brushed, and, and, oh. and now all of a sudden it's like, Oh, these women have a voice and they're speaking up and it's like, well, what if that happens to me? Yeah. And, and, and you have to be, it's going to be uncomfortable for people, but it, that's something that we have to deal with where it's like, no, these things have been swept under the rug for so many years. Now it's, it's, it's finally coming up and y- as a straight white male, I have to start seeding that power. Not that I was specifically doing things like that, but for people who were, ah, I tapped her on the ass. It wasn't a big deal. It's like, no, it's a big deal, and we can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And and they're, I think they're they're threatened by that. That oh, somebody's going to say something that I did because it always it always comes back to yourself. So if if they're worried about the opportunist, they're thinking, oh, what if an opportunist does that to me someday? You know, it's funny you say that. God, you go, and I don't want to forget this because I mentioned that to you earlier. This isn't just about. Those that have came forward and uh, those that those that have been accused and the victims. This is about all of us, because to me, none of us are a hundred percent innocent on anything. Because society, look, if someone like Al Franken, who I think is brilliant, and I happen to agree with him politically, um, I've always respected him very much. I think he's a smart man. If he can do something that's egregious like this. All of us can. All of us have that potential in us. All of us have done something that's crossed the line. And, and, and it, we need to take a look at right, that and address right. it. And it doesn't have to be... And have an honest conversation about right. it. The lesson learned doesn't have to be that, look, there's different levels of what we all... But we don't have to wallow in that right now. It would be a waste of time. We all, you know, look, it's, we all have different levels of what we could forgive, you know, and what we could, okay, that's... You're not, you're by no means rationalizing it, but you have different levels of what, you know... But you, we should take inventory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, when um, uh, when okay, I forget what I was going to say there, but I was going back to what you said about uh, you know, you're putting your, you, you know, you're saying you're just thinking, oh, could this? You're putting yourself into mm-hmm. it, and I said that to a friend of mine today on the phone. I said you're not putting yourself in their shoes; you're putting them in your shoes. Yeah. You're, you're, you're taking your story of something that happened to you, and now you're thinking, yeah, this is what... But, you, but at t- I think people that even say that, if you sat them down and said, listen, because I think it's a great way to get sometimes the truth out of someone. I really do. I, I'm, I'm not above wanting to be right sometimes more than I want things to be right. I slip here and there. You know, you, you just want to be right. You're, you, it happens earlier on in relationships because you don't know that being right isn't that that important sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you can, you know, so you let things, you, you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. But, you know, you just get, and I would, st- I think it's a good way to start to go, look, if I make a point, that doesn't mean you have to fold everything you have. Like, don't act, that's, just let's be honest with each other. If, you know, we'll tilt our head. Let me know I got your ear. Because I'll, I'll know sometimes if I say something and if it doesn't even get your ear. So at least let's do that. And with that say, you don't have to, whatever the level that you can catch some of that behavior, it's okay if you have a little bit of that. Not acknowledging it is the dangerous part. Having it isn't great. But just, like we always say, like, don't wait to your some of your views are a mullet of views because you're right they don't go from horrible things to mullets overnight but you know let's face it the longer t- history goes on the more words look more, don't, what do you want to wait till it's a mullet because if you want to wait till it's a mullet I, there's a lot of words I would tell people oh keep doing it. it's not a mullet yet you can still get it what do you want to wait till it's a mullet for and I'm, you know what I'm talking about I'm talking about with this uh, the um, 
you know, just being able to nip and tuck your opinions and change your verbiage. We caught ourselves. I love using that as an example because, look, if you know what a sexist is, have, saying it to yourself, you say, if you really know what being a sexist is or homophobic, you don't mind calling yourself it. There I fucking go. If, because it came out clean, finally something. Because I'd like to think I add value to a fucking conversation. And when I forget where I'm at, I hate it. But that's what it is. You know what I'm talking about right now? Mm -mm. Um, when you know what a sexist, the definition of it is, you don't mind calling yourself it. Mm -hmm. And we do. We've said no, it on yeah, the show yeah. before. If, if that's how I you catch myself all the time. You go, oh, that was a little sexist. We don't make a big deal about it. It doesn't end the whole night. You just know what it is. It doesn't mean you have to be against all women's rights. It does if you're homophobic, it doesn't mean your son could be gay and you could have marched in the gay parade and still be homophobic. So once you know what it means, that's why that makes sense. That's why we don't mind call we'll catch ourselves i'll be like you know like with that mayor thing where we thought the mayor was the man we went oh that was a little sexist you catch yourself and you go mm -hmm. just be aware you know just be aware no big deal no big deal if you call it if you catch yourself on it so what we're saying is there's been some look things that are bigger than that i'm saying so what can i take from this besides just judging and which i do i'm not going to say i don't but is there anything how could this end off maybe something positive comes out of this and that means everybody will be aware even if it's a little bit, that's that's good little bit too. And, and I think a good way for people to look at this, and, and I think it's kind of freeing for people, is with without the labels. It because you say you, you you label somebody as sexist or homophobic or racist or whatever it is, that shuts them down, and they don't do that. It's just like with kids, you you don't say I don't like you or I'm mad at you. It's like I don't like your behavior. I don't like what you just did. You. And somebody may be racist, obviously, but it's like instead of saying, instead of really owning it and having that sting of like you're racist, be like, oh, what you just said was racist. That action was racist. Right. So it's not like I mean, people do have to own it, but at the same time, the problem is it's, to be it's honest, easier to swallow when you're like, oh, like when you said it's like, oh, I did that. That 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 sounded a little sexist. Like it's the action. It's not you as a person. Now you you have, right, right. you definitely have to examine yourself to be honest, as a person. Though, but it's the actions that being are, incredibly honest. Yeah, for what it's worth. I think that would still be fighting words at a Thanksgiving dinner. They're not going to fight. You know what I mean? In theory, it sounds good with kids. Like my brother said, you never tell a kid. Well, he was early on teacher. Never tell a kid he's stupid. Say you're acting stupid. Acting stupid, yeah. I think we could even erase any of that. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I didn't say that he was stupid. I said he was acting stupid. I'm a good teacher. But I get it. That we, what but, you, but you can say that where it's like if it's the action, and then you can isolate that action. Be like, the, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that again, and you kind of right. eliminate that from your vocabulary. Right. But I'm picturing anybody in my family. If I said, well, that was racist, they wouldn't go. I'm not, I'm not racist. I'm not. Yeah, they would go. Right. They're not going to go. All right. Well, he's not at least calling me racist. He's just saying some of my behavior. It would start flame. It would be bad very quick. Real not quick. bad fist fighting. I was going to say. Just, I knew that I would have. You know, you felt like you reprimand somebody. Basically, their feelings get hurt. Mm -hmm. I get it. It's it's not. That's all it would be. It would be someone would get quiet. And then later they'd be like, well, you know, you sit there, you tell me in front of everybody. That type of thing. So I keep it, my it, mouth it, shut. You know, you know who kidding. can be really racist, though. You know who can be really who? racist? Italians. Thank you. <laughs> when the moon hits your like a baby, it's a Sure. The show stretcher. Do you need show stretcher? Well, that song just stretched our show out a minute. Sponsored by El. Night, big dog, generic dog food. I was gonna so, say real quick, uh, having that conversation is uncomfortable. But you know what else is uncomfortable? Uh, being a woman. Yeah, yeah. 
being in a position where people have power over you. And you know what I love to say? It's my new favorite thing. Two things. <laughs> um, one, to be realistic, I, I contradict myself, I, but you, you'll see why I have to say it like this. Look, I understand... You know, there's specific plights. Different people have their different plights. Some are easier than others. Some, some people's are harder. Doesn't have to be a competition. But I think I could probably talk about, if I thought about it, what a, maybe it is, you know, the things that women deal with, let's say. And I could, you, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd seem like I really get it. But I don't. Yeah, I bet we have no idea. I bet we have no idea. And it was the only, you know, even talking to you, Chip, like the other night, like I never really thought about it. it doesn't It's okay. That's the thing, like... If you don't get not knowing, thinking it's an insult being thrown at you, it, I, look, I'm not, that's what I'm saying. I don't get, a, if I catch myself going, wow, I didn't understand that. That's okay. Just learn. No one's saying you're stupid for not knowing. Or no, that's a strong word. But no one's saying, hey, you're, you're being ignorant for not knowing. No, we all don't know something. We all have to learn everything. So it's okay you didn't know this. It's not okay you don't want to learn it. If you don't want to learn how to ski, that's okay. If you're someone that doesn't like going on vacation, you, that's what's cool about when you get older. Hopefully you meet someone else and you both love doing the same things. And you don't want to learn how to use a new cell phone and you and your wife are 70 and have the same cell phone for 20 years. Adorable, and I get it. You know what you're doing. I don't want to learn how to use a new cell phone. But when it comes to being fair to another group of people, no. You're not, no one, you're, 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 manip you're doing the ma manipulating. No one is mad because you didn't know it or you didn't know. We're upset and frustrated because you don't want to learn it, even slowly. You just want to, so that's what the, that's why it's upsetting. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. How do you know? What did I say? Tell me what I just said. I want to see if you know. You, you were just saying that uh, you were talking about how much you like my shirt and uh, no, that you thought it was a good fabric. No, you thought that was, oh, is that you're what you're saying? No. You, you said it was like the three-quarter I was talking about really like that. spaghetti. You ever have spaghetti in a... What was I talking about, Eric? Do no, you, you were talking... Oh, I can't... No, no I want to Because you were talking about how like people people grow and it's like you can limit yourself, your growth. It's like you want to have the same thing or it's fine. But when it affects other people and your, your views of other people and the way you treat other people... That's not acceptable not to be able to grow yeah, and not to be able not, to pro progress. If there's ever a time to use that expression, there's people behind these. Even the best of us can think, oh, it's a cause. No, there's people. I say this a lot because I can never say it enough. There's people, when your views are bad, your people are literally suffering, like literally because of a wrong view you have. Mm -hmm. So really, really put some thought into yeah, it. Yeah, I, I did hear someone say, well, why, why does all this have to come out now? Someone said that, yeah. and I go, "Oh, because we're we're late." Because <laughs> why Shame are you again? Again, doing it sooner. Again, That's why. I bet we're echoing. I'm glad we picked this picked up a little gas because we're echoing the other things we hear from. Like you know, they'll say it. They'll 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 tell you they get that some of them are real. But again, look from a distance. I'm telling you, and you know it. From a distance, you wallow in ninety percent, if not ninety five, of the. The, the array of those things. Why now? Why? Good questions. But, you know, just own it. Go, I don't believe those women. And it's hard for them to say that when you go, so you don't believe the women? Well, I'm not saying that. And because they think what they're saying sounds so cold. So they try to, you know, maneuver it around a little. But, you know, what, what, 
where were we going in? It was just like you know, why now and everybody's oh, why coming now? out. So those those are those why now and oh why, it just seems like it's you know odd timing and uh, and the other thing we talked about the other night, Chip was it's like a cavalcade all of a sudden. It's like oh they why do they all come from? Well look. The question isn't why do they all come from the woodwork. The question is if they're lying and coming from the woodwork. Right. Yes. No. But don't you care? Did you ever think that there's two type of people that can come out of the woodwork? And overwhelmingly, I think almost with stats, I bet we have proof that they're overwhelmingly real. Yeah. And, and most of them are true. By, by there's, some, there's some stats out there that would tell you that. The reason they mentioned the Duke lacrosse case, although... By the way, I do not have to be disrespectful. That's bad, too. Mm -hmm. But we talk about order of importance. That is bad what happened. I don't mean I don't want to make it sound like I'm passing by it. No, that fucking ruins someone's life. And everybody's life is worth something. And everybody had great things to do with their life. And if, and if, and if they're at their best, they want to do wonderful things with while they're here. And some people do wonderful things with their hair. And along the way, somebody accuses you of rape and you didn't rape them. That's a big fucking deal. I don't move past in any, like, oh, that's bad too. No, I get it. But they're not competing against each other unless you make them compete against each other. Right. They're not competing. It's not like there's. It's like if if you had any statue, it doesn't negate. It doesn't negate it. Why are you wallowing in it? I love saying that. You just spend all your energy there. And if you're somebody even listening, I never know that might be going. I think I've been doing that. Come on, that 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 analogy of the ambulance driver is 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 a good one. And I think at best I'd be okay with someone said, maybe I don't get the severity of it because you're right. I. Maybe if I did, when you get the severity of something, remember what I said before you, you forgive tone, you forgive some frustration. My son is drowning! No one goes, hey, shh, it's a library. Now, if you go, ah, I can't find the, I don't know the Dewey Decimal System! Okay, because you know, because it's not worth what you're screaming about. Right. That's what it, that's, there's what it is. It's not, so when you go for that, it looks like you're saying, and I wouldn't even, I don't like being mindfucked. If someone genuinely goes, I think you might be right, just admit it to me. I'll be, I'll hug you if you go, I think you're right. I don't think there's a cause there. And I do come up with these other things a lot because, you know, I don't know where to go. But yeah, there's, 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 to, you know, it doesn't negate the problem that there is. But what do I give a shit? <laughs> you think my points are good? Very valid. Very valid. You think I'm smart? I think you're a smart guy. Very nah, shut up. Oh. <laughs> you don't know <laughs> shit. I, I, I don't know. That's just vodka. That makes Whoa. me angry. Wow. Ah, chipping shit. it back. Chipping it back, back. Boom. Boom, boom. Glug, 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 glug. See what you did? You get me upset. I apologize. No, I think it's good to talk Riley about it. You up. know why? Because I hopefully people listen and they, you know, and they, you. Look, I don't know. I hope some maybe there's someone has a friend. They go listen to this four minutes of this podcast. You know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I didn't love you. <sighs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> I guess it's good. I tired myself out. That's good. I never was able to do that before. How long have we been going? 240? Wow. Oh, we're definitely on the second part. Mm, you never, yeah. part you never know. This could be the cliffhanger you never ending know. right This here. could be right here. What's going to happen on part two of the Todd Glass Show? Will Todd get lost in serious conversations? 
Does anybody... I know we didn't do anything with this. What do you do when you have something, but you didn't know what to do with it? So do you just play it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Play it and see what happens. It's the Todd Glass Show. Kidding about all that serious stuff. This is my show. You know what if what if you took this more upbeat type of song and you put a serious cause behind it? Could we could we start oh, that? Yeah. Could we start that over again? Okay, yeah. I think go. this might I think this okay. might work. You want? Yeah. Do you have one? Yeah, yeah I, th- I think okay, I think this could I think, because you know what? You might be right. Sometimes I worry I get preachier than funny. Yeah. If you maybe have the right betting music, you could do both. You could do both. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay, so make it go. fun, make it digestible, right. but then make it... Here we go. Oh, Ready? by the way, just... Okay, do it first, and then I'll tell you something. Okay, here we go. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God. And what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to kneel. I'm not going to kneel when the flag is flying and the song is singing. I'm gonna be standing up on my two feet, not gonna kneel anymore. I'm not gonna kneel on the turf or kneel on the grass. I'm gonna be standing up, I'm not taking a knee because that's my rear end right there. I'm not gonna say ass. <laughs> that's the one I wanna do is I meow. love America. Meow. And I love all of the people and the troops and the God and our country and our Bible that this country was based on. And God bless America. God bless the cats. God bless Oregon's. God bless Tennessee and Kentucky and Georgia and Alabama. Oh my God. See, it's a fun, it's a fun upbeat song, but I'm really telling yes. you how I feel. That's about what, this great nation of ours. Let me tell you, if you want people to listen to anything you have to say, you better make it catchy. That's why music's the most phony. Yeah. Really, the biggest, I've said this before, I think I own it, the, art, the, the purest art is complaining. Because when you really want to express yourself and you're trying to rhyme, okay, are you being full of shit? Did you meet her in Arizona or are you trying to make it rhyme with something? Because that ain't, that ain't a true story if you're stopping by to make some fake lies about rhymes. Yeah. Unless everything actually rhymed, you're full of shit. I wonder if anyone agrees with that. I bet there is some artist that doesn't believe, like, if it's if, 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 if you can smell, like, I know that's an egregious sample in that song, but there's others that are like, all right, I, don't, I doubt if it was. But I guess that's artistic freedom. You know what? I could do without it. I don't know if I know what I'm talking about. But, I might... and, and there's also people, that, that he's just pandering, and he just wants to get, he's hitting the yeah. common denominator, and he's just hitting all the buttons. Let's leave it at this. There's good rhymes. Right? Can't we leave it at that? Good rhymes, temporary layoff. <laughs> Good rhymes. Well, we want to thank Hershey's Chocolate Bar. They sent me the coolest thing, and I love it. it you know, I- I'll say it. Hershey's. Oh, there's nothing like the face. It's great. It's the truth. Oh, the candy, the Hershey bar. It's true. A face as happy as it can be. The Great American, American Chocolate Bar. All right. Well, everybody, 
Time to say goodbye. Oh, man. Wow. What do you want to do? Let's do something fun to close. Way back in the beginning of this podcast, yes. Chip Chantry talked about a song by uh, Sam Winch. Oh, you want to oh, do? Yeah. You want to? You want to? Uh, and which one is it? The uh, Lala. The yeah. other one. The other one. That yeah. was last week. All right. No. Yeah. Either. That. Either one. Either which one of those. Is the other one the one two three? Uh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. One. Is two, it three. the one from the group we listened to coming home? Yeah. 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 You want to close with that? Just appreciating a song? Yeah, yeah that would be good. Hey, I, I know while we're listening to that song, we're going to hear thunder because I had to open the back window. Oh, you're not getting out of here. Uh-oh. No, we ain't getting out of here. Well, let's do it. Let's. Uh, I don't mind. You know, it's sort of relaxing for me. To tell you the truth, I'm exhausted, and we could part ways here, listening audience. You son of a bitch. Oh, goodness. Look at you. Look at you. Listening to our show. Look at us. We're... Oh, you ain't, oh, there it is. You ain't getting out of here. That is really coming down. That is really coming down. You go button down the hatches, Bye-bye. You better button down the hatches. Hey, did you button? Oh, you can hear the, the cellar door. I sure I did. You hear the icicles? I'm gonna set a fire in the fireplace. Oh yeah, I love a crackling fire. Woof, woof. So anyway, uh. I wanted to, uh, you know, say that that's the way we can uh, go to close. So is there anything else anybody needs to say? Is there any message of encouragement? Is there anybody in your life you appreciate? Who do you think influences your comedy more than anybody if you had to list two people? Uh, my wife and my dog, Stanley. Really? Yeah. You never liked your parents. No. no <laughs> horrible people. No, my parents are the best. My they have a Christmas great. party. You've met, you've met my parents. I know. Yeah, they're, they're nice. They're the best. Yeah. I want to come to your Christmas party. I love Christmas that, Eve. That yeah. they have it upstairs. Yeah, and downstairs in the above the ground basement. That's you know, right, they do upstairs and downstairs. And throughout the Two whole floors. day, you said how many people come by? Sometimes it's, it's sometimes upwards of like a hundred. You see, yeah, like, like, like throughout the day, it was like an f- open house, and they come. Come to my house, on, my parents' house on Christmas Eve. You're invited in Pennsylvania. Oh, wow. Just sh- show up, Eric. Right. No, not the rest of you guys, just Eric. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'll be. I in know. The I area. guess. I guess. Yeah, I'll come too. I'll be right yeah. next door. Yeah. I rented the house next to it. Oh, that how you do? It? And you're gonna have a bigger, better party. Bigger, better party. Yeah. Throw rock. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like a lot. And of guess fun. what? Can I come to that party? I got a, uh, I got, booga Whoa. to perform. What? Really? Wow. Yeah. Did they? Bl- did you ooga that out, Aristotle? Um, we have a drummer on the dance floor for our party. It's going to be a lot of fun. Do you really? Yeah. It's, he plays oh. little drummer boy, and he just he's on the dance floor, just drumming away. It's a great. I party. got a. Uh, some drummer to play. <laughs> Did you know uh, Jimi Hendrix had to play the drums upside down because you know he's left-handed? He, he told me. Is that how that works? Yeah. He, who did you tell me about the piano? And I believed it. To George Carlin, yeah. I believed it. He goes, do you know, as we were coming into the studio here tonight, he goes, who did you say? I said, I said, uh, did you know uh, Jimi Hendrix had to play that piano upside down because he's left-handed? <laughs> I go, he did? He had to reorder <laughs> yeah. all the keys. And he was showing me upside down how it would look. And I'm like, oh, that wow. I get it. <laughs> I don't know. So... Um, we said we were going to close with a song. Yeah. And uh, just take it in. So that's what we'll do. Is anybody else, Aristotle, is there anything you wanted to tell me? Are you appreciative of how nice I am? Uh, I mean, I know it was a while ago now, but I'm just thankful for how nice for I am. having... Talk about how nice I am. I really want... Everyone I mean, go around, they can tell how nice I am. That's how we'll close the show. <laughs> I mean, Todd is just the nicest person No, I've ever say met. it I've like never, you mean it. I've never had someone just... Scream niceness! Oh, you, you know? thank it's, you. Like, it's very nice. Would you like to say something nice? Oh, Todd, Aristotle. Oh, uh, Aristotle. He's so nice. He 
Uh, really lights up the room with his laughter. Thank you. See, everyone gets along. That's how I always wanted it. Yeah, it's a beautiful family. I feel the love in this room. Thank you. Good job on the drums. You let me tell you something, uh, Eric. Eric, Eric. Eric on the drums. Eric, Eric um, on the drums. You are. Uh, you're great. You're, you're good energy. And now you have a microphone. Don't tell anybody. I, I won't tell anyone. Thank you, because it's you know we don't we can't have every drummer having a mic, then they don't you know, they get carried away. Um, all right, uh, so I guess uh, this is the this is the end, folks. <laughs> I had fun. I'm thankful that you uh, had me on the show. Thank you. You were great. You were pure joy. I know, wasn't I? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just really soak it in. Close your eyes. not the things you wear, not the way you do your hair, but it's you I like, the way you are right now, the way down deep inside you, not the things that hide you, not your toys, they're just beside you. 
But it's you I like Every part of you Your skin, your eyes, your feelings Whether old or new And I hope that you'll remember Even when you're feeling blue That it's you I like It's you yourself It's you It's you It's you I like Nerdist.com